Hi, and welcome back to the Big Book of New Testament Questions and Answers podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Kramer, and I'll be continuing our discussion on the book of Galatians. This New Testament epistle, or letter, was written by the Apostle Paul, one of the most outspoken followers of Christ. He encourages the people of Galatia to return to their Christian faith after they're led astray by false teachings. Let's pick up where we left off. Chapter 5, verse 1. The question is, How does God say that there is no law for a Christian? Since Christ has set me free, why am I not free from the old Adam? Why do I still sin? The answer is, I don't know of anywhere that God says there is no law for a Christian. Jesus said that he was giving a new command to his disciples, that they love one another as he had loved them. John 13 verse 34. Paul wrote that there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus, and that love was the fulfillment of the law. Romans 8 verse 1 and 13 verse 8. To understand a Christian's relationship to the law, we must remember the two natures of a Christian. According to our fallen human nature, the law is still effective, the wages of sin are still death, and we continue to realize the consequences of our failure to keep the law. But this is only in respect to our bodies. 1 Corinthians 15 verses 35 through 50 and 2 Corinthians 5 verses 1 through 4. According to our new person, our soul regenerated by the word of God, we are perfect and without sin. 1 John 3 verse 9. The Holy Spirit, working through the word and sacraments, continually inspires and animates our soul to serve in love even more and even before the law ever commands us to do so. Romans chapter 6 verse 1 through chapter 8 verse 17 and chapter 12 verses 1 through 3, Galatians 5 verses 16 through 26, and Colossians 3 verses 1 through 17. God prophesied by Jeremiah that in the New Testament, God would write the law on our hearts. Jeremiah 31 verses 31 through 34. God prophesied by Ezekiel that his word and spirit would cause us to walk in his ways and observe his statutes. Ezekiel 36 verses 24 through 27. Chapter 5 verse 1. The question is, is freedom in Christ comparable to free will? The answer is, We can always try to make a comparison and see what we learn. Free will, in the proper and absolute sense of the word, would apply only to God, since God alone is independent, free of necessity, all-knowing, and all-powerful. Psalm 50 verse 12, John 10 verse 18 and 19 verse 11, and Acts 17 verses 24 through 25. Freedom in Christ includes freedom from the curse and condemnation of the law, Galatians 3 verse 13 and Romans 8 verse 1 freedom of a regenerate soul animated by the word and spirit of God to love, Matthew 10 verse 8 and 1 John 4 verse 19, and freedom to seek, discover, and live to the fullest the life God has prepared for us, Psalm 139 verse 16, Jeremiah 29 verse 11, Acts 20 verses 22 through 23, and 21 verses 4, 11 through 14, and 17 through 40, and Ephesians 2 verses 8 through 10. Chapter 5, verse 18. The question is, what does this verse mean? The answer is, begin by distinguishing our two natures, a fallen human nature, the flesh or old man, and a regenerate soul, the spirit or new man. If we're led by the spirit, it can only be due to the presence of God's word in our life, John 6, verse 63, and Romans 10, verse 17. The word and spirit of God are what cover our old man with the righteousness of Christ, forgive all that is wrong, 
and generate our new man, which is holy already and therefore not subject to the demands or condemnation of the law. 1 John 1 verses 7 through 9, 2 verse 2, and 3 verse 9, Romans 8 verses 1 through 11, and Colossians 3 verses 1 through 15. Chapter 5 verse 21. The question is, does this verse imply that salvation depends on works? The answer is, no, of course not. The Bible is absolutely consistent in denying our ability to save ourselves by works and in affirming that God alone saves. Salvation comes by grace alone, but condemnation can only come by the works of the individual, the critical work being self-justification in opposition to the grace of God accomplished in Christ. Even our wicked works and ways can't condemn us if we live in repentance and faith. Matthew 9 verses 12 through 13, Luke 7 verses 36 through 50, John 8 verses 2 through 11, and 1 John 1 verses 7 through 9. The single work that makes all of our other works bring condemnation upon us is the work of unbelief, of dishonesty about our dependence on God, and a conscious, willful, determined, relentless insistence that we are just and have earned our own life. Galatians 5 verses 3 through 4, Matthew 12 verses 43 through 45, Romans 10 verses 1 through 3, Colossians 2 verses 9 through 23, and Hebrews 6 verses 1 through 8, and 10 verses 26 through 31. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope you've enjoyed the questions and answers we've been exploring today. For the complete collection of New Testament questions and answers, visit cph.org. Join me next week as we continue studying Galatians.